What's up, you guys? This is the Bible Bunker, and we are back again, and we have got forgiveness and reconciliation for you today. And Zach, it looks like, actually, no, last su- Sunday he taught on it because he's a pastor at our church, and um, yeah, he taught on forgiveness and reconciliation. So you want to start us off? Yes, yeah, 2 Corinthians five seventeen through 19. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. That's an important attitude to have in general that literally only Christians can have. Other, pe- other people who believe in fake stuff, they can tell themselves, like, I'm a new person. You're literally a new person in Christ when you've been saved. And it says that his mercies are new every morning. Like, the constant reminder, like, you're, you made me new and you're making me more like you un- until I die. And then I get to be exactly like you. Like, same resurrected body, same Holy Spirit, and complete family with Jesus. But the old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. So we're given the ministry of reconciliation and the message of reconciliation because we've been forgiven. So forgiveness comes before reconciliation. Would you, so let's say somebody did a terrible thing to you, really, really hurt your feelings, uh, maybe lied about you to a girlfriend, and then she dumps you because of that lie, and you know it's not true. Like, that's rough, right? I would, Um, oh man. Would you say a year later, even though you're still really mad at him, sometimes you hate him, uh, you and you struggle with it. Would you say, would you be able to say, I've forgiven that person? Yes. Why? You're because, still mad. You're be, still because anyone really can. I mean, that is not all I would do. I want to make that clear. I would definitely can, like be like, dude, why? Why did you do that? That was a lie. And I might not actually be. But let's say they don't want it. What? Let's say they're like, yeah, I just hate you. Like, you're, you're an idiot. I didn't want her to be... Like, I was trying to date her, and you were getting in my way. Well, then I wouldn't be friends with them. But okay. I would... But I, you'd anyone, still have that feeling and emotion. I think a lot of people mix up feelings with doing and, like, what they need to do with what they want to do. And, like, anyone can do anything. As, and anyone can do anything good that they want to do. It's just a matter of if you're going to choose to do it or not. Like, I can forgive them. It's not like... I still have those feelings. Forgiving is not a feeling. Like, it's it's a... An action, just like loving and all that stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's sort of an oath or a covenant moment, just like you get married. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't say I'm going to be married to you as long as I feel the good feelings. Yeah, um, and that's what a lot of people actually mean when they're getting married, and that's why a lot of marriages don't last very long because they're like good feelings gone. I guess it's over. Yeah. I woke up and I fell out of bed, and I also fell out of love. So, like, they just view it as, like, if it's not Disney, then it's, not, like, a, a fairy tale relationship, then it must be bad. And then they just, I was, there's a guy I know, I was talking to him, he's on his fifth marriage, and he's just like, yeah, I don't know what, what's wrong with those women, they're crazy. And I was like, well, there's one common denominator in all those failed marriages, you, and he thought that was hilarious. Um, and he was like, you're probably right, but I don't care. Uh, he's a crazy old dude, but, uh, so anyway, the, 
difference between forgiveness and reconciliation is the feelings. And I get a lot of people saying, I don't know why, but I, I just can't forgive this person. And they describe it, and I have to say, well, do you know that forgiveness is different than reconciliation? And they're like, well, I don't even know that word. Reconciliation. reconciliation. Yeah. Uh, it's to, to make better, like to mend, to bring together. And it's not a snap of the fingers. Where else does, like I, I, in the epistles he mentions. There's a few uh, other ones. It's in Romans as well. Well, but he talks about like Jesus reconciling oh, us yeah. to himself and stuff. Like a different kind of reconciliation. Oh, that's what I read in Second Corinthians. A more extreme version of reconciliation. Yeah. Well, he's reconciling the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got Matthew 26 pulled up where Jesus is at the Last Supper. And he was just mentioning how covenant and forgiveness of sins are um, oh, yeah. to, connected. And I've, I've remembered this verse, but you want to read it? This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. So it's like the covenant, the, the new covenant, which Jesus makes, separating from the old covenant, is connected with forgiveness. Um, and this is why it's a really big deal, and I, wa- I, I wanted to talk about it. Um, because this verse exists and it really disturbs people who think they're struggling with forgiveness when they're actually struggling with reconciliation. Matthew six fifteen. but if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. You can't twist that to mean anything else. It just says what it says. So when people think they're struggling with forgiveness because they've, they've connected it to reconciliation, they're, it feels impossible to forgive. Because I can't forgive them unless I stop hating them in my heart. It's not what the Bible says. The Bible says forgiveness is a choice not to act. He chooses not to punish us because of Jesus' Jesus's sacrifice for us. That it's makes done. it sound so much like he easier. Says it's finished. But then, how long has reconciliation take, taken so far since the death of Jesus? Two thousand some years. Like to get reconciled. He's everyone, been reconciling the world to himself. Ah, yes. Like reconciling. It's, that's, it's not a snap of the fingers. It's not a one-time. Forgiveness mm-hmm. is. Like salvation, when you ask for forgiveness of, his, of your sins, they're, they're paid for. They're done. Even, if, even your new ones, they're already paid for. And if you heard he said in, in, he, instead of ing, he says in. Reconciling. 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 Ing. Reconciling. You say like, recon, reconciling. It's, like you, it's like you spell it R-E-C-O-N-C-I-L-E-E-N. Reconciling. Reconciling. It's like Eileen. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, but <laughs> just go back. I was and just hear talking with someone who it. They said it really, really freed them because now they know it's okay to feel those emotions. That that's not unforgiveness, and now they can deal with those emotions and deal with that relationship. Where before they're worried about their salvation, like they were. They were confusing the the a really big pillar of of scripture that if you don't forgive others, your father won't forgive you. And now they're terrified and they think all these feelings are wrong and evil. Like, and, and it really was messing with their spiritual life. They felt distant from God. And I, the, the, the spirit, maybe it's not even in me. Maybe I'm not even saved all because they didn't know that reconciliation is supposed to take time. 
and that's where they're at. So then how – okay, this is actually really important and totally separate, but I want to mention it. How would you um, interpret a verse like that where it says if you don't forgive others, your heavenly father will not forgive you? Or for instance where Jesus says in the same place, uh, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect or different stuff like that where it seems like it has to do with – like if you don't do this, you're done. You know, Because he makes you perfect. His righteousness is what makes us perfect. Okay. This is something he's asking us to do. But what if we don't? That's a scary one. But I think it's because so, there's such unbiblical teaching on forgiveness. I think God is wise enough to know he's not struggling with forgiveness. He's actually struggling to reconcile with that person. So he may say, I haven't forgiven that person, but I actually know what's in his heart. He's not hating them. He's not, or he, may, he might even be struggling to hate them, but he's not acting it out. And the first step, I think, which I just thought about, is like untricking yourself. Like I thought about it the other day. I got mad for some reason. It was actually yesterday. I got really mad and I was letting it affect how I was treating others. And then I really thought about it. I was like, I, am I actually mad? Like do I actually have a reason to be mad? Because I thought I did. And then when I really thought about it and God knew it the whole time, I was like, I don't have anything to be mad about. So then I just stopped. So like don't trick yourself. Like is there actually something worth – being really mad and worth not forgiving about because if it's worth it then yeah and when somebody says i can't forgive that person and they're a christian they're lying they won't forgive that person i think the can't is a lie that they want to tell themselves because they're actually hanging on to unforgiveness and it's crushing their souls Mm -hmm. and, and corrupting them it's just not good but uh so forgiveness is the decision to to not act on your emotions toward them. Yeah. Which now a free now frees you to deal with those emotions. Whereas if they're attached to your salvation and you can't change them because that person really hurts you, you're just going to feel like an insecure mess and unsure about where you're at with God and it's going to be hard to worship, hard to open the Bible because you've got this big thing that you this mountain that you can't get over. So forgiveness is not emotional. It is a decision to submit to God because he forgave you. So you will forgive everyone. The next step that you can get hung up on, and that's okay, is reconciliation, is dealing with it. And you can't force someone else to reconcile with you. You can only do your part and then trust God. Um, You can also not reconcile with someone because they're really bad for your life. Like literally toxic and ruining you and... Like uh, Jesus says, don't cast pearls before swine. Like they can't accept grace. They can't accept an olive branch extended. Like, can we be friends? And like, they might say yes, but then they're going to stab you in the back again. It's not a requirement for a Christian to get stabbed in the back all the time. It's a requirement to give it a shot and be discerning and be like, okay, I I really (laughs) genuinely tried to reconcile and they're not going there so it's okay i can step back yeah and don't be like wimpy you know like you don't have to run toward uh what do you call it uh tribute not tribulation but persecution you don't have to run to it like it clearly the apostles run away from persecution this is just another example it's just don't get don't like uh what do you call it collapse on the character of god you know yeah that's just another example of like you don't have to be a wimp or you don't have to be like dumb just just you know yeah, and reconciliation looks like – sometimes it looks like a text, like, hey, can we talk or I'm sorry or a joke. 
to ease the tension and because you both know you're really mad at each other. And so you're, you're just whatever. It could be a pat on the back. Like it doesn't always have to be i I'm so sorry. Can you forgive me? Or I really messed up. And it's just, I think it's in the Holy spirit. And so it's in us. And if you're a Christian, you're going to be led to give reconciliation a shot eventually. Um, and that's, that's what I would pray for anyone is if you've got unreconciled relationships or unshared feelings, uh, there's a reason you feel off. There's a reason God feels distant because the spirit's moving you to deal with those and to, to live out that ministry that we are given the ministry of reconciliation. It's what Christians are about in our own relationships. And then the bigger gospel picture is Jesus has reconciled the world to himself. If we'll embrace it, if we'll accept it, that our God is trying to make things right with us. Not because he messed it up, but because he loves us and we messed it up. So mm-hmm. forgiveness and reconciliation, which one is more important? Which one? Yeah. Reconciliation. Forgiveness. What do you think? Both of them are important. Which one's first? Forgiveness is first. Yeah. But then reconciliation is because of forgiveness. It's not like a... Yeah. It's, an, it's a passive thing. Yeah. Sweet. And it's hard to resist someone who's forgiven you when you've really hurt them. Like, that's an attractive thing. It's like... It's going to draw you into reconciling as well, or the person that you're thinking about into reconciling. I hope. Not always. Uh, some people just don't want it. Yeah. They're just they're going to spit in your face. But yeah, don't, what, do you, what did you say? Don't throw your pearls to swine? Don't cast your pearls before swine. They'll just eat them. Yeah. They don't know they're precious. Does that apply to that? Does that make sense? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And so to yeah. wrap it up, uh, if, if you think that you can't forgive somebody because you can't get past the feelings of it, you're not thinking biblically. Biblically, if, as long as you're not acting on that angst or hatred or bitterness or resentment, if you're not acting on that, you're, you've forgiven them. You just need to say it to yourself so that you can start reconciling. It's, it was interesting. As soon as I bring this up to people who've been struggling with unforgiveness, or so they thought for a long time, they're now free to like actually deal with it. It actually gives them confidence. Like, oh, oh, okay, I'm good. As long as I'm good with God, I can handle that. But they felt like they weren't good with God. It's just because they weren't taught the Bible correctly. Like, that's a really big deal to mix those it two up. It is a really big deal. Yeah, so don't mix them up. Forgiveness is a decision without emotion. Reconciliation is complex. It can take forever. It's a battle. It's the good fight that we're involved in. And it's what Jesus is doing for these last 2,000 years. So. Yeah. All right, let's pray. Father, I thank you for this day. Uh, I thank you that you forgave us and you are reconciling us to yourself in these uh, sinful bodies that we're still in. And yet on the inside is that new creation. And help, help us to continue to want to be more like you, Jesus, and let the inner new creation start busting out of this, this old flesh. I pray for anyone listening that they would, if, if they haven't, just say the words, I forgive this person to you. No one else needs to hear. And then they can do the good hard work of reconciling and let them feel free and saved and be able to worship and just let your spirit fill them up in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, you guys, we will see you in the next one.